Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. Trust. It's a two-way street. But do managers need to be thinking about it differently? And how can calling out bad behaviour benefit a business and help develop trust? From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Managers waste far too much time and energy following an outdated idea that trust must be earned and not given. That's the view of Mark LeBusque, Harvard-trained consultant and founder and director of The Human Manager. Mark also believes that bad behaviour in the workplace must be called out. But can the trust of employees be returned by management supporting staff who choose to speak out? Mark will tell us a bit later. But first, he explains to me why implicit trust should be given to staff from the word go. The amount of time that one needs to spend on keeping an eye on what people are doing well to then trust them takes away from a whole lot of other things they could be doing, like um, getting on with working on the business, on the strategy of the business, acknowledging the good work that people are doing rather than looking for the bad stuff. So really, it's time is precious to us in the workplace. And I think managers should start to realise that if they just trusted implicitly, they would get a whole lot of time back to work on more important and productive things than micromanaging and looking over the shoulders of their people. And why do you think trust has become such a critical issue in the last 12 months or so? I think the way that we've looked at trust pre-COVID has been that We've had to change and reimagine what trust is. Can I trust that someone is doing their work versus outside playing with their dogs or doing something like this? Trust has always been about seeing what's going on. Now we've just got to be in a situation where we say, I trust that that person that is working for me is working and the work's getting done. And what we've found from this, I'm going to call it an experiment, is that it's actually worked, is that we have to just trust that people turn up with good intention to do good work. So I think there's been some really good outcomes on building trust, although the Erdman Trust Barometer tells us that trust is still going down in leadership and you know media and, and government. So a lot of work to be done still. Well, it may sound obvious, but why is trust such a critical factor in hiring the right people for your business? Well, I look at trust in three ways. Um, One is motive, and that means do you have my back? One is capability, can you do the job? And the other is reliability, do you do what you say you will? It's critical in hiring because I'm going to say it's a gut feel thing. I can look at fancy resumes and capability, but when I'm hiring someone, I know very quickly, I get a gut feel on it, and I think it's about not ignoring your gut. I've hired a lot of people who weren't the most capable but there was just something about them that made me feel like when things were going bad or hard, they would be there having my back. So the other thing too is, is we're hiring remotely now too. So you just got to get that feeling that that person feels trustworthy and listen to our gut a bit more than we have in the past. Mm. For managers with an open door policy for reporting of bad behaviour, how do they avoid a revolving door of tattletailing or petty complaints? I think it's critical to set boundaries here, to be really upfront with your people about, you know what, when you come to me with your little story that you've created, 
or that you made up in your head or whatever it might be, or someone else told you, I'm going to ask you this question, have you spoken to that person? So I think that's a really important boundary is let's not go on hearsay, let's not go on this is my story and this is my self-serving story. Let's go with have you actually spoken to that person about that before you come to me? I think that would get rid of about 80 or 90% of that sort of petty stuff that goes on in organisations. You have three reasons why stepping up and choosing not to look away can benefit the business. And the first is to redefine and set the new standard for leadership. Every time something is not right in the business, it provides an opportunity for people to step into their new standard of leadership and for what's acceptable. You know, it's the lowest denomination of behaviour is what we accept. What I'm saying is take that to the other degree and role model the sort of behaviour that you want, not just yourself, but for others to demonstrate in the business. And if that includes calling out the bad behaviour, not just at your level, but above your level, even though it's risky, I think that's how we start to set a new standard for what's acceptable in an organisation and what isn't. Well, the second reason is one we see reported in the media all the time, and that is that these role models actually give others the strength to follow. Yeah, and look, I think this isn't necessarily the exclusivity of the manager or let's call it the leader. I think this is anywhere in your organisation. Those people who are courageous enough to demonstrate leadership, and it's about what you do, not what your title is. You know, many times I've walked out of meetings and someone would be like, oh, that was amazing what you just said in there. And I'm like, well, now it's your turn. So I think by stepping up and doing that, knowing that butterflies in the tummy and it's a bit risky, but looking the other way is not the way to do this sort of stuff. Mm. And the third reason you say is to shine a light on bad behaviour. Tell us a bit more about this one. Well, how long have we got? The bullies <laughs> and the passive aggressives are very, very good at lurking in the shadows, I say. They do their best work not in the spotlight. And I think part of the role is when that stuff is happening, is that you shine the light on that sort of behaviour. So don't allow the bullies to do their work in the background. Call them out when you see it. And what will start to happen is they'll stop doing it if you call that out, but don't allow them to even one opportunity to get away with doing it. So finally, Mark, what is your advice for managers that want to trust their staff and for their staff to trust management as a safe place to air behavioural concerns? We get back to the intention that sits behind what they're doing. So first thing is, is just implicitly trust that people come with good intention to help you make progress and to serve your organisation. Also call it out when you don't think that, but we've got to get away from the idea that people earn your trust by doing the right thing. No, it's got to be more about, I trust that when you come to me with a concern that you come with good intention, we'll talk about it, we'll go through it, we'll set some boundaries. And if there's an issue there, I'm going to step into it, address it, and I'm then going to come back to you with a with some sort of outcome or solution. I think that's really, really critical. But let's just trust. We've started to trust people in the last 18 months. So let's just continue to reimagine what trust is. That was author, speaker and coach, Mark LeBusque. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more B-Daily tomorrow.
Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M A Z A R S.com.au.